people can take everything away from you, but they can never take away your truth. But the question is, can you handle mine? Being a celebrity is exhausting sometimes. I think that I may be the voice of my generation. I say important shit. You say too much boring shit. Welcome to a new episode of We Might Be Overthinking This But, the podcast where we dissect this week's headlines and give you our in-depth and unsolicited opinions. I'm your host, Dara. And I'm your other host, Aaliyah. Welcome back. We're in the booth. It feels good to be back. It does feel good to be back. Um, listen, I guess like the main reason we've been um, MIA. I know. Is because of Love Island. <laughs> <laughs> well, that premiered like a month ago, so it's not really a good yeah. excuse. Um, listen, we've been outside. We've been out, out. Sometimes we've been out, going out, 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 out. I, you know... I was bold last night. I tried to go to a party alone. Never making. I had again. no idea that you were going in there completely solo dolo. I thought Single Mariah Pringle? was going. Yeah, she texts me. She's at this party. She's like, I don't know anyone here. I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, Mariah didn't come with you. And you're like, no. <laughs> I was basically like, get out of there immediately. Well, did I think I was going to maybe have some meet cute? You did. Yeah. Did I? No. Was I sweaty standing in a... Uh, two by six kitchen in the corner. Yeah, it seems like the thing that upset you the most about that evening is not that you didn't know anyone, not that anyone didn't talk to you. It's that you were sweating, sweating. the entire time. I'm meeting. No, that would have been annoying. I'm dripping sweat. That's always the worst. It's the worst. No, it really is. It's like it makes you so self conscious. Yeah. You're like you feel so like unattractive when yeah. you've like literally like got ready to so go cute. you did you looked so cute and then you get there and like i know you have to like wait for the train and that heat down there like it just like seeps into it's your warm. pores yeah and you can't i know you can't unless you go into like an ice cold room yeah. after that you're not gonna be no. able to recover no your your body heat has risen it, it helped a little bit and like this is my one saving grace because i went into the wine store to get a nice uh you know present for the host yeah you didn't want to come um, empty-handed i'm not rude my mother me right right um and the wine store was ice cold and i think if i hadn't had that two minutes of <laughs> uh cold air on me i would have been walking in even more sweaty right but then i'm like looking i'm like looking at like what everyone's wearing not the party but just in general because i just feel like i have no summer clothes and I'm like, what else could I have worn to not feel like a sweaty little pig right now? You probably could have worn a lighter shirt. You were wearing yeah. a big t-shirt, big which heavy probably t-shirt. wasn't necessary. You have a lot of, um, even the shirt you're wearing right now, you're wearing a nice muscle crop tee. <laughs> I think that might have been more appropriate for a 90 degree night. Yeah. You know, you've got a, you know, you're in shape, you're fit. Thanks, sissy. You're welcome. Yeah, you should have shut off that body addy a little bit more. Yeah. Kind of slutted up a little yeah, bit more. It's a, it is summertime. Yeah, you were wearing jeans, and you yeah. had to top that off with leather boots. So maybe yeah. not the most functional outfit. Maybe not. Maybe not. But you know what? We're also stepping into our um, our closet era. Yes. We're stepping out of the closet in multiple ways. Never going back. Never going but back. But we are. We've paused 
We're Rent the run. We, we won't do free spawn. <laughs> well, it's not good spawn. No, it's not. Right. It's like, I'm like embarrassed. I'm like, uh, yeah. Yes. Whatever. Don't say it. We lost Rent the Runway. We were okay. using Rent okay. the Runway. We were using it. They used to have some cute stuff. <sighs> but not anymore. Not, now we have to not go. Not for a long time. Step out. Figure out who are we stylistically. Mm-hmm. Who are we dramaturgically. <laughs> yeah. And well, that's going to be a journey for us. What's our POV? Yes. And, and then what's our POA? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And we're going to do that. It's never too late. Mm-hmm. And this time next year, you won't well, be able to talk to that me. Your POV needs some work because <gasps> you described for me yesterday. Oh, yeah, Crikey. Yeah, it is. You described for me yesterday a woman's outfit that you saw on a train, which was simply yeah. a skirt and a top, and you <laughs> thought you needed to call Anna Winkler. <laughs> you said, Dara, I saw a fashion icon. I said, oh, my God, what was she wearing? Loafers and socks. Groundbreaking. Uh, yeah, I love that look. A skirt. Okay, I'm still, I'm waiting. And a top. <laughs> oh, my God. You're like, and she looked so cute. She did look really cute. Yeah. You had to be there. You had to see it. Yeah. The thing about me, though, I'm not even going to, like, play myself. I cannot wear skirts. Yes, you can. You have great legs. No, it's not about that. I know I have great legs. I can wear a dress, a certain kind of dress. I just, like, do not feel comfortable in a skirt. Okay. Well, if you just, like, don't feel comfortable yeah. in a skirt, Maybe then- a skirt. Not a skirt. I would love to rock a skirt. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I think that you like when you hear skirt, you think flowers, you think ruffles, you think yeah. pink. And I that's do. not what you want. I don't yeah. think that like you like can like you don't think like you would look so cute in like a short like green leather skirt with like loafers green and like leather. Yeah. <laughs> like a green leather short skirt, mm. loafers, socks, since that was, you know, such socks an inspiration to yeah. you. Yeah. And like one of your a million rock tees. Like what's wrong with that? Yeah, no, I do think that there's a world where you I look can... cute in a quarter skirt. skirt. Yes. I do think there's a world. It's not that I don't look cute in it. Right. It's a more. And I do think that there's a world where I could find a skirt that I look comfortable, that I feel comfortable in and yeah. like looks good and like can rock with like the things that make me feel comfortable, which is like a big band tee yeah. <laughs> and my leather boots. And uh, but that takes like us getting out there and like shopping more. Not us getting out there. Yeah, <laughs> you and me shopping more. No more L train. No more. Uh, oh, I mean, Aaliyah, I, I can back on L train. Me too. Me too. Ago. Me too. Me too. Me too. And no more like, like bad thrifting. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, but it sucks because in New York, because like you had a lot of luck when you went out of town, when you were in Atlanta, yeah, you I found love- a really good thrift store. And yeah. You got some really cute stuff. But like here in New York, it's like, yes, the thrifting in New York has gone down significantly. Well, the, and yeah. if you do find a good thrift store, they're it's so, so overpriced. That it's, it's absolutely insane. ridiculous yeah. that it's not even worth it. Yeah. Like I bought things in Atlanta at thrift stores. That would have been three times the price here. A hundred percent. 
and like yeah. thrifting and like I think in New York people really conflate thrifting with vintage and also right. people like well in New York I think they use like the term vintage when it's actually yes. just an old yeah it's thrifting like thrifting and vintage are different things right yes. right that's like that's what I mean yeah and like they call it like vintage to make yourself like themselves feel better mm-hmm. and it's like not no well and it's also it's like I guess like the technical definition of like vintage is 20 years which is like I, now for at some this reason point, I think there's more to that technical definition yes there's I'm sure there is I'm yeah. sure Anna could tell us yeah but like at this point 20 years is like the 2000s so like you're not gonna sh- sell me something that I bought at limited to and tell me that's vintage. And tell me it's vintage and hike up the price three times of what I would have bought it when I was a baby. Right. You're just not going to do that. You're not going to piss on me and call it rain. Exactly. So we got to find some new stores. That is a fact. That's true. And But you know what? It's giving journey. It is. So, so you know what? Stay with us on this journey. Well, we speaking about this of... for eight minutes, so... Okay. So <laughs> we want to talk also about La Dolce Vida Lifestyle. Are you living Dolce Vita lifestyle? Or is, it, is it La Dolce Vita lifestyle? Uh, well, the Dolce Vita is probably. Well, but Dolce Vita, it's La Dolce Vita. Okay. It's La Dolce Vita. I'm, I'm living La Dolce Vita lifestyle. Yes. Okay, so unfortunately, we're here to report that sadly. We're entertained by the Kardashians. Yeah, again. the Kardashians are having a moment of relevancy again. Yeah. Which. It always happens. Sometimes it takes three months, sometimes it takes six months, it might even take a year sometimes. Yeah. But they will eventually have it. Well, I think because they went back to their bread and butter, which is family dynamics and And family fighting, which is like, you know, that's what makes them relatable in like the Mm -hmm. microcosm of like their Mm -hmm. world, why they're like flying on private jets and like hanging out at Mike Rubin's like Hampton party, (laughs) their sisters and they're beefing about weddings, which is... Every sister could ever. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't be us. No, no, no. But even that did spark a conversation where I was like, if, well, let's back up and like yeah. tell. So, uh, a little clip on, of the Kardashian show was on Hulu. Should we just like play the clip? Yeah. I'll play the clip. My mom did the same deal for Kylie, not to creative direct, but like to be in a campaign. Why wasn't that a topic of conversation? It's something with me, and I cannot figure out fully what it is. And the conversations were starting from my wedding. And obviously, no, like, it started at their fashion show. Mm-hmm. Mom FaceTimed me and showed me a huge runway. And they said, we want to do in a, Venice. We want to do a book with you. And we want you to do creative direct our fashion show. Mm-hmm. So they had had that idea. When I chose our designer for the wedding, which there was, like, other options. But that one felt really authentic to me because we go there every summer for five years. It's the life that I live, living La Dolce Vita with ice creams and paparazzi and all the things that was like your, eventually your campaign. I got married in Italy. Am I saying you copied me by getting married in Italy? Who performed at my wedding? Andrea Bocelli. Who performed at Courtney's wedding? Andrea Bocelli, you stole my wedding country and my wedding performer. Andrea Bocelli is my favorite male singer of all time, but I'm copying her Dolce Vita lifestyle. Okay. Okay, so Courtney, who is 
the least exciting to look at, and she proves it every single time, is mad about Kim because <laughs> she's got a, a sponsorship or some deal, and she's just... With Dolce and Cabana, yeah. yeah. and she's d- jealous that, like, these things never come to her. And yeah. it's, like, her wedding, Yeah, and it's still about Kim. Which, yeah. Yes, in one world it would be incredibly frustrating yes. that you're always playing second fiddle to your sister. Right. You kind of could speak to that. <laughs> no, I cannot. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, but also, like, getting mad about things like when you literally copied her wedding. Yeah. To the T. Yeah. Well, it's just like interesting, like the pendulum like shifting, because I think for a while, like the thing with the card, I think the thing with the Kardashians is that like the public, John Q, us like to feel like there's one Kardashian that's like on our side. And for mm-hmm. a while, that was Chloe. Mm-hmm. She was the people's Kardashian. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we and then Chloe has firmly shifted over to Ken. They yeah. are a spoon coons yeah. and they're really, really linked up. They have the same values and morals. And I think that Chloe gets a lot of validation from the life that she's living right now. From, from her Kim. relationship with Kim, from yeah. the way she looks right now, oh, yeah, all yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah. She's very pleased with it. She's never going back. No. She's getting attention from her mama. And with that dynamic shifting, now there's another sister on the outs and that sister's Courtney. Yeah. Now there was a while work. I it was and you know you referenced the fight from a few seasons ago where Kim said that Courtney was the least exciting to look at yeah where I kind of sympathized with Courtney with what Mm -hmm. she was saying I've carried this show for 10 years facts yeah there's some complication with that because you'd have to say would there even be a show in the first place about (laughs) Kim like I understand there's you know it's it's an ensemble yeah but there was a while where I was like, when Courtney was like, you guys are obsessed with money. I'm so sick of this. And I like kind of felt her like they, and I think the public was turning on the Kardashians because they had kind of exceeded their wealth and their fame and what people wanted them to be when they started out. Yeah, 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 definitely. And so initially with this fight, I still kind of, before Kim put into contact for me, I still felt her because I felt like, I mean, Kim, did you really have to take that deal? But I honestly think that Courtney's like, you guys are obsessed with money. You guys are obsessed with fame. Isn't as sincere as I once thought it was. No way. (laughs) I actually think she's just mad that like, damn, like Chloe has found her footing in this. Kendall and Kylie, I've have exceeded their footings Mm -hmm. in this. And like, I had my thing for a while, mm. but like Chloe has a cl- eclipsed me, and like it's like yeah, she's mad about it. Yeah, she's upset. Like I never sympathized with her in that moment of yeah. the saying, uh, "I'm not into the money or the fame and all this." Because oh, yeah, okay. Because if you go back to that initial argument, what Clo- what Courtney was getting mad at Kim for was changing the schedule for their family photo shoot for their Christmas card. And because Kim had a business meeting. Yeah. And Courtney is upset that she had to change her schedule for this. And she and her her reasoning is, I don't want to be doing these things. Like, I want to be spending time with my family and picking my kids up from school and making them lunches. But the thing she's doing is taking a family photo for their Christmas card. Right. Like, her kids would literally be there. Her kids would be there. Right. And that's I mean, a memory so, yeah. you 
seemingly want that's not like a special thing the kardashian yes they do it in a big way every year but like yeah normal families take uh family yeah. photos for yeah. the holidays yeah so it didn't even make sense right right she acted like it was this like soul-sucking thing yeah like, it's bitch do you want a christmas card or not yeah yeah and also if courtney would have said to kim I really wish Dolce would have asked me to done that campaign. Yeah. Like then that would have been honest. But the yeah. fact that you're like saying like, I'm basically mad they offered it to you and you took it. Well, and specifically Kim, because uh, Kylie had gotten offered to do something as well with Dolce and Gabbana. She did a campaign ad yeah. with them. Yeah. And Kim straight up asked her, well, what about Kylie? Kylie didn't ask you for permission. Yeah. And oh, well, Kylie's in her own world aren't you guys all in your own world? Like Kylie's an adult. She has two kids. She can have enough wherewithal to ask you if something's going to conflict with your wedding and your special day or not. But she gets a pass because you are just always going to be jealous of Kim. And yeah. Yeah. But, and I agree with you, but the dynamics are completely different. No, I know it is. Kylie's actually like 20 years younger than Courtney. Totally. Yeah. That's why, but that's why. Courtney and Kim are a year apart. Right. And that's why I guess it's like no one's ever going to like do this with their sister. But like just acknowledge what it is. Like, yeah, jealousy. what you said. It's jealousy. Yeah. Like, you know, and but she's trying to make it out like, yeah, it's jealousy. And it's also like it's always because it's Kim. And yeah. Like, what do you think? Do you think any of this has to stem from the fact that people say that Kim and Travis used to date? And Travis, like, revealed in, like, a book or book, something that yeah. he had a crush on Kim. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that definitely doesn't help. That's weird. Yeah. That's weird that... Sh- I would never marry a guy who had a crush on you. <laughs> never. Yeah, no, it's that it's weird. It's no. weird for sure. Yeah. And, like, even the Travis thing, like, going back to what you were saying about how Courtney doesn't have her thing. Like, yeah. she tried to do the goop thing. Yes. Failed it so hard yeah and she also tried to do the interior design thing yeah yep and uh now she's doing as kim said the rocker thing the rocker thing which is just travis's identity identity. yeah you know like yeah that moment when they were like him her travis megan fox and machine gun kelly were all hanging out and like they were playing groupies to these guys which is like god embarrassing like, yeah each of you women are like your own full like celebrity and yeah. famous person and it's weird anyway yeah. but yeah now you're sticking through it and like yeah your whole you're so lost for identity like yeah the reason you carried the show for 10 years is because of scott and he was 10 years like let's not forget what was happening those 10 years he was embarrassing you playing you and like it was so sad to see yeah (laughs) like you weren't carrying the show on any like i mean damn now that you just reminded me of that scott was terrible yeah and it just also like makes me think about chloe choosing to have a second child with tristan with the but like if you think about it that's not that different in the situation between courtney and scott no, it's not. Like, I think, like, well, they were together when she got pregnant the second time. The third time was real blurry lines. No, the third time, it really was like, I'm pregnant. Yeah. And Scott's the dad. Yeah. I made him give me his yeah, semen. I, yeah. You know, it's it's not 
that and honestly at the end of the day is it that different between kylie and travis no they're not a real couple either no they're not that's like her weird sperm donor too like they're all i mean kanye she had four kids with kanye i mean that's the most normal and that's saying something at least they were like married i mean i understand that like the way like I honestly like feel like Scott and Tristan embarrassed Courtney and Chloe they, in very similar ways. Yeah, they did. Um, I think it's just like. Well, I think the reason why maybe we look we don't look as harshly at Scott was because a lot of that stuff happened. Like, I think like what why Chloe looks so I don't know how to say this like. Like, when Scott and Courtney, when we first met them, they were just a normal couple. Like, they yeah. weren't famous. Right. He was just some guy. She was just some girl. Yeah. He was a little douchey, and she dealt with it. Yeah. But I guess, like, the Tristan and Chloe thing, now we're like, Chloe, you could go out and get any guy. Like, you are a Kardashian. Right. Like, he is a guy who doesn't even play on the Lakers anymore. Right. Like, he rides the bench. Right. Like, if you wanted another athlete, you could go get one, yeah. you know? Like, you have so much money and power. Like, this guy is a loser. Yeah. And, like, now I think, obviously, if, like, Courtney got back together with Scott, she would look like a loser now. Yeah. But, yeah. like, it's a different dynamic. For sure. Where they just, they started off a, cha- a chaotic couple when we met them. Yeah. No, you're so and right. so, yeah, it was just different. Mm-hmm. Have, did you see the gender reveal for Courtney and Travis? Gross, no. Um, speaking about her identity as a rocker chick, um, was like the gender balloons. reveal. What? Is it like black balloons? No. Um, Courtney is sitting in Travis's lap while he's drumming on a as he's drumming on a drum, and like so he's like drum roll, and then like the balloons burst, and it's blue. So she's having a boy, but um, Kim was there and she was filming, so. They can't be on that bad of the outs. No, they're, they're, they're yeah, they're obviously fine. I didn't think they were on the outs, but yeah. Well, no, I don't think they're fine. Uh, I don't think they're fine. Oh, you don't? No. Okay. I think there's true beef there. Yeah. Like kind of in a way that there's always beef between the three of them. Like the dynamics, yeah. Like do change between the three of them specifically. For like, sure, for sure. Sometimes it's Chloe and Courtney against yeah. Kim, and sometimes it's Kim and Courtney. Yeah. yeah. It does just like always change. Yeah. Why did she have to be sitting on his lap? Because he's playing the drums. Because she's living the Dolce Vita lifestyle. Yeah. Ice cream. You paparazzi. guys are like 40. I know. Like. Oh, over. <laughs> Blink-182 is not even in their prime right now. No. And that's another thing. Did you ever see that concert when she like held up the sign like Travis yeah. I'm pregnant? What was the point of that? Because like he literally got off stage and pretended like he was finding out when like you know that's not how she told no, him. She absolutely was not. visibly pregnant at that time. Yeah. So like that's what I'm saying. Like Courtney, like you're you're just a so, stunt queen. You're just yeah. bad at it. So bad at it. Like that was so cheesy. Like I did so, not think that was cute. I did not think that was cute. It was so cheesy. But I do kinda wanna know how old Travis is. He's definitely in his forties. Oh, he's 47. Yeah. I mean, yeah. How old is Courtney? Probably like 42. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. 44. 44. Age appropriate, at least. She's still carrying babies? Good for her. Yeah, it is kind of. She's fertile. She's always been fertile. Yeah. She's always been fertile. It's Yeah, like the problems that Kim and Chloe have both had a lot of problems um, getting pregnant. Yeah. 
or just being pregnant. Yeah. Or and yeah, Courtney will pop Courtney them out. Pop, the, pop those bad boys out. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. Yeah. I can't talk about the Kardashians anymore. Um, okay. Not too long on this one, but... Okay, Taylor just dropped Speak Now Taylor's version. Um, Taylor Lautner got... Had the best day of his life. He did. No pun intended. Uh, ah! Taylor Lautner, ex-boyfriend, I use that in quotes, of <laughs> right. Taylor Swift, they dated... For two seconds. For two seconds. In 2009. No okay, one gave a fuck. 2009. Oh, I was making that uh, up. Do you, do you need to fact check their relationship timeline? Just tell me when Speak Now came out. And then I can we can go back from there, basically. Well, Taylor was 19 and she's 33. So, like, over 10 years ago. <laughs> right. Um, Taylor, she fought Taylor. It came out in 2010. Okay, yeah. Um, Taylor Swift brought Taylor Lautner, who you guys will maybe remember from Twilight. Yes. Um, he has done little to nothing since. He has a podcast with his wife, also named Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> she go, but so she goes, she, they got married, so now her name is Taylor Lautner, too. Yeah. But she, because they both have. <laughs> Dude, you got an issue. Why do you keep dating Taylor? Yes. Taylor Lautner married a woman named Taylor. Yes. Whatever her last name was before, doesn't no matter. one knows, doesn't matter. So now her name is Taylor Lautner, but she goes by Tay Lautner now. <laughs> At least she does on TikTok to like differentiate between right. her and her husband who have the same exact fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> that is so stupid. It's so dumb. That is so stupid. Why did but you take his last name? What's you guys dumb, have the same name. What's dumb is that he's already dated a Taylor. <laughs> that is weird. Yeah. That is weird. But have you seen, oh, I saw a tweet where... Uh, Taylor Lautner's wife, Taylor, met Taylor Swift when she was a girl. Yes. she's been a Swifty since birth. Yeah. And they also showed a picture of her as a little girl wearing a Twilight sweatshirt. And the tweet was, what type of manifestation is this? Because <laughs> I need to believe like this girl did. And I was like, yeah, oh, that's true. Wow. So Taylor Lautner had his best day, but I think the real winner is it's, the other. It's, it's uh, girl, girl Taylor. Taylor. It's girl Taylor Lautner. Wow. Yes. That's crazy. Yes. She said, I'm a Mary Taylor <laughs> and I'm a meet Taylor. And I'm a best friends with Taylor. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so Taylor Swift brought Taylor Lautner out on stage yes. in Kansas City, I think, a couple nights ago. He did backflips. The smile on that boy's face to be in front of an adoring crowd again. Mm. I mean, he's always been such a nice guy. Did he say he was nervous when he got there? I'm sure he was, because he does seem like such a nice guy. Yeah. He has really talked about, like, the... Kanye incident, because he was on stage for that. Well, not just that, but, like, kind of the lows of his post-Twilight. Like, kind of acknowledging, like... Oh, he has? Yeah. What did he say? Well, like, um, he's just, like, talked about, like, how, like, kind of depressed he was, like, because of... Especially, yeah. like, the body stuff. Like, he... How much he sacrificed to get that jacked. Yeah, how much he sacrificed to get that jacked and then how unsustainable it was. Right. And how insecure he felt when he, like, couldn't maintain it because right. it was in a, a really unattainable thing, something you can only do when you're getting paid millions of dollars. And, right. Um, And that, like, people would comment, like, oh, like... Like you're losing it. Like yeah. Like you're losing your muscles or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like you're getting a little chub-chub or something like that. Oh, like crazy God. things like that and how... Yeah, this insecurity he felt because, like, he got a job because he 
gained like 30 pounds of muscle and right like, that the only way he's gonna be able to ever get a job again and like mm-hmm. he hasn't really had that much of a career after that and like yeah like he just like talked a lot about he seems like a really nice guy yeah <laughs> so like i was very happy yeah. that he got to have this little moment and um then taylor like i guess she said on on the stage like that they've become really close friends her taylor lautner and his wife yeah. taylor you're gonna stop it now stop it you tease she goes and it's crazy because all of our names are taylor taylor you can just reconnect with an old friend bring him out be a cute little thing no she actually can't just do she that can't Aaliyah. Do that. <laughs> like actually what you described you don't have to make them sign a blood oath no she does that's the only way she can connect with someone in the public eye to use the most like hyperbolic language mm-hmm. of them being the closest, bestest, bestest friends of all time. It's that's literally Taylor. It's so Taylor. And you know what, Taylor? If we meet and then you want to say that we have become the closest friends, I would I will be it. okay with that. I would love that. So actually, let me not talk outside both sides of my mouth. Um, but tell us what you think about Speak Now. Like, you like Taylor Lautner, the girl, have been a Swifty since birth, yeah. and Speak Now means a lot to you. I, do I am a later life Swifty. Yeah. So, you know, Speak Now was never really my jam. I have gone back and found like a couple of gems. You love, you've always loved Last Kiss. Well, yeah, that song's brutal. It's brutal. I do love Last Kiss. But you, I mean, you went and saw her when she toured Speak Now the first time, right? I did. So tell me what I this did. re-record actually, means to you. That was actually my first Taylor tour. Yeah, and then you... Wait, was it? No, I saw off your list. Yeah, I was just about to say, yeah. Because by the time we saw Reputation, that was the third time you had been seeing yes. Taylor. Yeah. So now you've seen Taylor on a total of four tours, but you've seen her live five times. Five times, yeah. I've only seen her twice. Lover got taken away from me. Oh my God, it would have been six times. Yeah. It means I love Speak Now. It still hits the same. And, like, it felt like I was listening to it on Friday and was kind of, like, because I don't love Midnight's that much. I know. As you know. No, I think that's – no, you're well within your rights. And it's kind of hard sometimes. I'm like, oh, man, is she – am I losing my love? But then, like, (sighs) you're losing me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, don't love that song. I wouldn't marry me either. Yeah. But it was just like, I don't think, not that I think her best days are behind her by any means. You better not. I mean, we're just one album away of the, out of the, of the next. I was thinking that the, what? wait, what? what did you say? I was saying that like, I feel like we are like, because Midnight was such kind mm. of like take it or leave it, that like she's got another great one no, in her does. and I'm she just does. like, can't wait for that. Yeah. But And like in one what I was thinking, oh, is this like the Taylor I really love the like more stripped down ish version but then i'm like no i fucking love reputation and like those are incredible songs do you like 1989 yes i do yeah. love it even though i do think it's um uneven and then that people hype it up too much i think uh only half the songs are actually really good i agree with but that. if you add in the bonus tracks then it makes a more fuller album yeah because when she came back with new romantics <sighs> yeah. and uh um, you are in love yeah. do you like you know you don't like you are in love you can hear it in the silence. Yeah, no, no, I love that song. You do? Yes, it's this. You don't love. like this love. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, it is. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, but the re-record sounds so good because her voice has matured so much and it sounds so much better. Uh, and like this is like a little subtle changes she's made or really cute. She did "Long Live the Other Night," which has to have felt. That really, song is so cheesy. Really, it's so cheesy, but like, yeah. At that when she wrote "Long Live," they had really hit what I like. 
she has like exceeded that like 10 times yes and, and like must have and like she still has her original band that must have felt so okay sweet to don't do. know my little black oh, heart so okay um she did change the lyrics in better than revenge i was just about to ask you about that which i'm sorry sorry taylor scooter braun's gonna have to get those coins will you tell some people who might not be dyed in the yeah. bowl swifties what <laughs> the lyrics of better so than better revenge. than revenge is a song about camilla bell and not camilla cabello no camilla bell you guys probably don't remember her no, no i'm sure uh, she she was an actress back in the day, kind yeah. of like an it girl. Yeah, definitely. Kind of like honestly, like a Lily Collins. Like they yes. were like, but I don't think she's a Nepo baby. I'm gonna like look up her IMBD. I don't think she is. Because they what tried to role? make her a thing. They tried really hard. Okay, so I remember she first came on the scene in two thousand six with that movie When a Stranger Calls. Oh yeah. It's a cute movie. It's a cute, cute movie. Yeah. But they really, really tried to make her a big thing. Yeah. With the movie Ten Thousand BC. It was a huge oh, box office God. thing. Yeah, but it um, bombed. Oh, it bombed big. Like I'm looking <laughs> at the cast and I don't even know who any of those people were. They all got excommunicated out of Hollywood. The budget was $105 million. It made $269. But oh, I'm, sh- really? I'm sure that's worldwide. Yeah, that's And, like, it bombed. It I bombed. literally remember it bombed. And it, like, was, like, really creepy. Also, it was about cavemen. when you make a hundred million, when you spend a hundred million on a movie, you want, like, 500 back. Like, yeah. 260 is not, is not. And so, and that came out in 2008. And then after that, her IMBD is nothing. Oh, God. Like, literally But nothing. she was still, she was really in the public eye like she was a quote-unquote fashion girly yes i think she was like on the cover of teen vogue sorry yeah no 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 they really tried to make her thing she was in the jonas brother video love bug which is where she met joe jonas while he was dating taylor yep and joe broke up with taylor for camilla him and taylor had dated been dating for three months him and camilla to be fair, I went on to date for like a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and Taylor wrote this scathing song. <laughs> and, um, Go sit in the corner and, and think, think about, about what you did. All about basically like women stealing men. It doesn't age great in the era of quote unquote feminism, right. but it's an actually hilarious song and it hits so hard. And there's a specific um, line where she says, um, she, she's an actress, but she's better known for the things she does on the mattress. Which, oh, which actually, I think if you look up, like she dated a lot of guys, like a lot of it, other it boys. Mm. So that was kind of not that. Like, I'm not. <laughs> so she actually to, Taylor was right. Like, she was kind of like. As we've already discussed, her filmography is not deep. She really was an it girl who was like a fashion girly and dated like really cute boys. Yeah, good for her. Right, would also love to do that. Yeah. Um. So that was like a really big dig, and Taylor changed the lyric to, in this new version to, um, "He was a moth to the flame, she was holding the matches," which really does not hit the same. No, and it's funny because Taylor has like never performed better than Revenge because almost immediately, or like outside of the Speak Now tour, because almost immediately people were like, "Oh, oh my God!" Like Taylor like hates women, like she's yeah you know it it was slut shaming and like and it was but it kind of in the same vein of like paramore's um misery business yeah 
where people were like, I don't know who these people were, but two like trolls on Twitter were like, Haley, like you can't sing Misery Business anymore because you <laughs> called a woman a whore at 16. Like, yeah. and so Paramore literally announced that they would never perform their biggest hit to yeah. this day yeah. <laughs> ever again. And then very recently, like in the past, like six months or so, it decided actually it was okay because everyone was like, no, we really wish you guys would sing that song again. It's insane that you haven't. Yeah. And so Haley was like, yeah, so people on Twitter said we were canceled, but then you guys said that we weren't, so we're actually just going to continue singing this song. Yeah. And they do. And so Taylor has kind of had that thing. And, like, in a world, I get it, like, to be calling this no-name actress in 2023, it's really punching down, and it was punching down then. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, we will be streaming the Scooter Braun OG version. Yeah, he's so. going to get that money from me. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just... Yeah. It is. Because, like... I think that what's so interesting about the don't sing better than revenge, Mm -hmm. don't sing misery business is that like for, especially for misery business that really came at the height of like um, the pandemic me too movement. Totally. We were all inside and couldn't touch grass. Yeah. And instead of getting rid of rapist in Hollywood, Mm -hmm. we told Haley Williams she couldn't perform (laughs) that song. Yeah. And then like people were like, wait, that's not what needs to happen. No, it's not. It's the not. The problem isn't Taylor saying that Camilla Bell is known for what she does on the mattress. Yeah. It's like the fact that um, Hollywood has systematic rape going on. And so I think like I kind of like like that like switch. Like, yeah. And then no, I think it's too. like yeah. something that like only really like women can do. Yeah. Like, oh, absolutely. No, guys, like yeah. we're not the problem in this scenario. No. Taylor can sing this silly, silly song from when she was like 20 years old. Yeah. And like and I think something about having the discussion about those lyrics being wrong and the fact that yeah. we get it. Yeah. But it's like we, you know we're still rapping along to like Tupac and Snoop Dogg and they're right. talking about it. it ain't no fun at the homies can't have none. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yes. Like, and I kind of think that's like part of the point of art. Yeah. Is like, you know, like you, like in the problem with the internet is, and like maybe like streaming and stuff is that like, you can just make a new version and upload it and like try to erase what you did 13 years ago. And I do this thing like we can just have a conversation about those lyrics and like who sh- what the time was at that time. Yeah. You know, she didn't get canceled at that time. No one actually really thought it was that bad. Right. In 2010 when that album came out. No. It wasn't until many years later that people like just discussed it. Right. And that's OK. Yeah. Like. Yeah. We can just discuss a song that happened and like she can grow from that and like you can just talk about where the culture was at that time. But when you start like erasing things like she did it in the video, too, for uh, the antihero video where she took out the like scale. That needed to be done. It did need to be done. I actually agreed with that. I, yeah, I. But you did not And I felt what you were saying. I felt what you were saying. I guess I kind of think sometimes. Maybe you should just own your mistakes. Mm. But I do get that, like, you can say, you can, like, comment on something once, but then it kind of lives on forever. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I guess that. But, yeah, yeah. She didn't, like, make a statement about it. She just took it out. Yeah. I kind of would have rather her, like, 
been like, oof, that was, I don't know what I was thinking. That was just like, a, I thought I was saying this, but you guys have shown me I'm, I was actually saying that. Exactly. And for that reason, I'm just going to take it out of the video. But just to kind of take it out and not really speak on it, I don't think does any like real good. You're, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, but like, thankfully, the original version of Better Than Revenge still and exists. Also, something else I was going to say about taking out. Oh, well, just to your point about like the punching down mm-hmm. of those lyrics towards Camilla. Like, so like when that song came out, like we were saying, like, yeah, she yeah. her career wasn't that great. But her and Taylor weren't, you know, completely like, you know, yeah. off kilter in terms of fame. But now that Taylor is the most famous person in the world and Camilla I don't think she acts anymore. No. She, I think that the internet would, she didn't want the internet to re-go after her. Yeah. Re-go after Camilla. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because that's what, and the reason why she might think that is because that's what Swifties keep doing yeah. with these re-records. They yes. went off on Jake Hall for yeah. a whole year. She had to publicly say at her concert to not go after John Mayer with the re-release of Speak Now. <laughs> and she did not want a flood of Swifties attacking yeah. Camilla Bell on the Because they can be really dumb. Yeah, like really, really, really dumb. Really and dumb. that is, to me, the real reason I think she took it out. Yeah. Um, and for that, I get and I respect You're right. that. You're right. I do. And I see that side, yeah. too. She's like, sorry, um, my fans are really <laughs> stupid sometimes. Yeah. So I'm going to just change this yeah. because they will go after her. Yeah. They would. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. And yeah. I see that point, too. Um, yeah, but she, what did you think about her? It is really, I love when it's raining like this. It's really downpouring. Cozy. Um, it's very cozy. Uh, we're going to go cuddle after this. Um, (laughs) what do you think about her telling her fans to not go after a certain John, but maybe not doing it for Jake? Right. Well, I've always been really interested in this theory that I've heard on other podcasts where people talk about the fact that all those things from Speak Now and a lot of the songs from Red Mm -hmm. that are attributed to John Mayer are really about this person, Mark Johnson, who is a singer in what's the band? Boys Like Girls. Thank you. (laughs) And people saying that like during the time that people thought that Taylor was dating John Mayer, she was actually dating Mark Johnson Um. and her parents and her team hated hated that relationship i think similar to her and john mayer there was a big age gap but mark johnson is apparently like a allegedly a really big alcoholic and Mm -hmm. allegedly a drug user Mm -hmm. and they were like there's no way in hell we're ever letting the public get a whiff that you are dating him yeah but that those songs and in particularly Dear John yeah. is about Mark Johnson. Mm. You, there's like a lot of podcasts that go into like a deep dive. So if yeah. you're actually interested, just like Google and it. And there is a connection to them. They did do a song together. Yeah. Um, and that a lot of people were like, Taylor would never make a song called Dear John about a guy named John. That's too on the nose. Mm. And but Dear John is a saying. Like it's a. It is. That it was, is. It's a, yes. Mm-hmm. Like sorry. Like I'm, what I'm trying to say <laughs> is like. I, I don't think that she's not she's uh, immune from being super on the nose. Like, I don't think she would ever do a song called Dear Joe or Dear, Dear Jake. God, a lot of J names. Yeah. What's wrong with her? She dated two Joes. So I guess Taylor dating two Taylors isn't that crazy. No. Um, But, you know, Dear John, 
I'm not going to do the history of Dear John letters. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, the more thing was that like she did the song the style of John Mayer, which is why a lot of people point to yes. him as yes. the source of yep. the song. But I do think Taylor is clever enough to do things like that yeah. to get people totally off the track. Right. Um, of who it's really about. Right. Because even at the concert where she tells her fans, don't go after John Mayer with this new release of Speak Now, she yeah. says, I don't care about the things that happened to me when I was 19. Which, yeah. Which I hope she doesn't. Yeah. I mean, I still do, but I hope Taylor has moved on. But so I saw someone on TikTok say, really, Taylor? Then why'd you just write woulda, coulda, shoulda <laughs> last year? You know, like, really, what's yeah. the truth? Yeah. You know, are you still thinking about it all the time? Have you never recovered like you said in that song? I mean, I know that's yeah. like, kind of funny to, no. to have a bit of fun with. Yeah. But... I and then like I've heard people say that like John Mayer is very online and yeah. J- Jake isn't right. So like she knows that John will mm-hmm. see, see you know yeah. all the backlash. Some people have said that she said that because John Mayer basically told her I'm not gonna be the patsy the second time around if uh-huh. it gets crazy. I'll like spill tea. Uh-huh. Who well, knows? I do think he secretly loves it a little bit. You think so? Well, he's a fa- he's a fame whore as well. And yeah. He- he knows because he's smart enough to know or more aware to know that, like, I mean, he, he's way he's light years away from his last hit. Yeah. Um, I he, mean, doesn't he like go around with a Grateful Dead? Yeah. How is Which that? is like, like the only way he's been able to um, maintain relevancy is that someone had a great idea that the way we're going to market John Mayer is to actually say he's an incredible guitarist, which I'm not saying is not true, right? but that has really shifted his positioning. Like he's no longer going after hits. It's more just like, look what an amazing, like talented guitarist yeah. I am. Yeah. Which is true. Yeah. And like, that's like why he does stuff. That's like why he does with um, Marin Morris at the Grammy. He doesn't sing. He just plays the guitar. And that was an incredible performance. It was. Oh my God. I love watching it. Yeah. Literally. If you haven't watched, is it the bones? Or is it yeah, yeah. the bones? Uh, Mary Morris and John Mayer th- th- perform the bones at either what the Grammys or like the CMAs. I think it's the Grammys. Yeah, yeah. So it's so good. so freaking good. Yeah, um, he is incredibly talented. Yeah, he is incredibly, and that's why he like goes around with Grateful Dead. Um, and so he does look for any s- sources of other relevancy. I, I see. And that's why I think he like latches onto like Sean Mendez. Yeah, which a lot of. Older, elder Drake does it. Taylor, Taylor does, does it. it. Yeah, you know, it's Beyonce un- does it. Beyonce does it. Nicki Minaj is really in that bag yeah. right now. But I do think he loves some people. So he wouldn't maybe. So you think that like he might actually really revel in that kind of like. Well, he, I think he loves it and he chance to defend himself. Mm, interesting. Yeah. And, and I, I do think. But like even maybe she even did it not because, oh, people are going to go after him. But maybe more so because of what you were saying, like he would take the opportunity to maybe spill some tea because he mm-hmm. does like to do the boy can talk and he, it doesn't even hang out to with Andy Cohen for God's sake the most direct tea because with yeah. Swifties all we need is a crumb mm-hmm. if he even just like alluded mm-hmm. to something being off kilter yeah it, like I mean we would run off of that for months yeah so yeah she might be trying to like avoid that yeah interesting interesting um but yeah, I don't know. It's so hard, allegedly, with Taylor's love life yeah. to know which way is up and down. It really is. What's crisscross, what's straight. So, you know. Yeah. 
It's hard. It's hard. I wonder if we'll ever know. I don't know. Now go stand in the corner and think about what you did. Um, okay. Moving on. Ashley Benson is engaged to Brandon Davis. Do you remember who Brandon Davis is? Do you think we need to tell people who Ashley Benson is? I'm not even joking. I'm serious. Like, people listening might not know who Ashley Benson is. No, we do. We do. Okay. Ashley Benson. I mean, it's... She's a wild one. It's going to be generous for me to call her this, but I think she's a quote-unquote it girl. (laughs) But she's most known. That's actually a really nice thing for you to call her. I don't consider her an it girl. I think I consider her like a friend of an it, like a friend yeah. of an it girl. I like, guess it's like, okay, so her biggest career, like uh, cre- credit to date is Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. She played Hannah. Um, Not she played, she played Hannah. She was one of the four main girls. Yeah, she, she was. She was one of the four main girls. You could never take that away from her. Um, But since then, she she had did spring breakers that was 10 years ago yeah um quite literally yeah uh with but i think her love life is really what sustains her and her friends she hangs out with a lot of famous people she dates famous people she did cara delvin that was huge that was huge I mean, I don't even think people knew she was queer before she dated Caribbean. No, so that I don't was like, they and they were together for quite a minute oh, really? during the pandemic. So it was like even more heightened. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were together for a long time. Yeah, yeah, they were. Um, but then she also dated like G E Z. She dated uh Justin Bieber's quote unquote. This is his job title, hype guy. Um, for also a long time. Oh my god. So she was also like kind of in Justin's circle. Um. But, yeah, she has, like, a lot of famous friends, and she's just kind of a girly out on the scene. Yeah. And she's now been engaged to the – she's now engaged to this guy that she's been dating for not that long, like a year, um, Brandon Davis, who you probably haven't heard of people since 2004. Yeah, that's – no, seriously, this is a blast from the past. He was most famous. He's, like, an oil heir, right? Mm-hmm. Um, his family's, like, billionaires. Yeah. Um, he was most famous for hanging out and dating Lindsay Lohan, Misha Bart, and Paris Hilton in that heyday. Like, y'all remember yes. that heyday. You know what I'm talking yep. about. He famously called Lindsay Lohan a... Fire crotch. Yeah. Yikes. In front of a group of paparazzi with Paris Hilton while she was, like, cackling. I honestly, like, if we can try and, okay. like, play a clip. Yeah. Because you really have to hear it. Like, you do. This was when, like celebrities would leave the clubs uh-huh. with hordes of paparazzi following them to their cars which they would unfortunately drive in yeah um and he you know shortly after he was Lindsay Lohan's boyfriend yeah he was telling everyone that she had a fire crotch and that yeah. her vagina smelled yeah um and Paris Hilton like held onto his arm and cracked up laughing while he did this yeah. for like 10 minutes it was honestly fucking insane it's, inter- it's terrible yeah so that's the kind of guy he is. But, like, the thing about Ashley Benson and, like, yeah, having to tell people, like, who she is yeah. is because it's been 10 years since her, like, last credit, like, in, like meaningful credit to date. Yeah. The other PLL girlies, uh, Shay Mitchell, who 
I think um, the face card just doesn't decline. So, yeah. like, really, the girl don't have to do much. She's a workhorse, too. She has a lot yes. of businesses. And she's always promoting herself, always yeah. doing something. She's really pivoted into being this, like, ultra influencer. Kind of, like, trying to... She's trying to go into, like, the Jessica Alba lane, for, for sure. For sure. For um, sure. She has that bag company right she has like an away like the away suitcase type bag yeah yeah and it's apparently a little popular i've heard i mean who weekly does spawn for them and it makes me want to get one what's the name of it i forgot um, like, i can't remember we're, okay. not, we're not gonna do free spawn for her though that's true that's a good point um we already just did um but she does tons of spawn on her tiktoks yeah uh, she did have that show Dollhouse, which was really cute, and that was a couple of years ago, so not that yeah, far. I really like she that was show. in You, so like she'll pick up a role here and there. Yeah, but you're right; she's a workhorse. She stay working. Yeah. Um, sh- uh, Troy Troy Be- Bellarino, the other PLL girly, she's married to the guy from Suits. She's also a Napa baby, so she ain't really got to worry about money. Yeah, she's fine. Uh, Ashley Benson, not Ashley Benson. Lucy Hale. Lucy Hale going to stay getting a pilot. Yeah. It ain't going to get picked up. She's going to get that pilot check. And she's also going to do a, a B horror film. Yes. <laughs> yes. That we're going to watch. And a B-O-D. B rom-com. Yes. Okay. So she's going to do that. Yeah. She won't say no to many scripts. Mm-hmm. Ashley Benson, how she's affording this lifestyle, it's giving Yacht Girl. Yeah. For sure. For sure. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. And like the people that she surrounds herself are allegedly like notorious drug users. Allegedly. So it's giving, <laughs> it's giving, it's giving blow. Yeah. Allegedly. But like I'm just saying like you have, if you, where's the money? Where's Coming the money? From. Follow the money. Mm-hmm. Follow the money. Mm-hmm. And Brandon yeah. was always with those girls Mm -hmm. when they were allegedly partying. Yeah. Using, allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the fact that he's, like, crept back around. I know. That, it's so weird. That's, that, like, his type is... Party girl. Party girl. Right. Yeah. Like, it's just so weird that she is very much, like, that kind of party girl that that they were at that time and that he's now with her. Yeah. It's, It's just, like... 10 15 years later dude like oh my god exactly like you're still the same weirdo from 15 years ago seriously literally doing the same antics that you were when you were 20 like Mm -hmm. you're 44 yeah it's just weird but they're getting married they're engaged well they're getting they're engaged i wouldn't say they're getting they're marrying and like they like her rock is huge nisha barton i forgot about i know did you see nisha barton used to be that girl yeah i know did you see Ashley Benson's ring, though? Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. It is ginormous. But I think that his relationship with Misha, I think that they were actually more serious than Lindsay. Now that I'm they like... They were. They, like, yeah. She was, like, living La Dolce Vita with him. Yeah. They definitely. were together for probably a couple of years. He's definitely... Um, I think he's got a little... This article from HuffPost 2010, Brandon Davis calls his ex, Misha Barton, a fat heifer. Yeah. He really respects women. Mm-hmm. Um, he speaks fondly of his exes. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm sure he's grown up a lot. Um, he's definitely on a Ozempic or has gotten work done. He got so much plastic surgery. He I gets, can't lie. It looks good. It looks good. It looks good because he but I mean, was that rich, the swarmiest. I know. 
He Ooh. still looks slimy, though. He does. He does. He, he still does. looks slimy. You know what it is? Looking at this old photo of Himalaya. Yeah. Look at that chin. He has no chin. Let me see. Look, he has a very delicate chin line. Oh, very, very delicate yeah. chin line. And now he's got a strong chin. He's got a really he strong got a chin jaw. jaw. Mm-hmm. Jaw. Yeah. Jaw, yeah. Kind of like he got his jaw filled out. Yeah. And, and he, he has got a nose jaw. Not Ozempic. He got his buckle fat removed. That's what it is. Because look at his cheeks. Not look at his. You're, first off, you're obsessed with people getting buckle fat. You I literally am. think that's the only plastic surgery that exists. Yeah. That's what I would want. Why? Oh, kidding. my God. You don't even need anything. Get the, the cheekbones. Let me see him now. No, but then you would look terrible when you get old. Is that something like buckle fat? Like you have it removed once, you don't have it. Like doesn't it doesn't come back or whatever? I think, I think so. Okay, no, he still looks absolutely disgusting because yeah. because you know what? In his eyes, uh-huh. his eyes are still dead, soulless, and dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like kind of yeah. crazy. It's Wait, like, can I see? Can you flip it around? Yeah, like yeah. He looks like, oh my God, you know who he looks like, Dara? Who? Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. You remember that big nerdy guy? Alan who, Cummings? No, 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 no. Wait. Yeah. Is that who he grows up? Yeah. But like, remember the guy who comes to the reunion and he's like hot? Oh, isn't that the guy from Halt and Crash Fire? What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I am a little all dusty and rusty on uh, Romy. Um, How much fun do celebrities really have when they go to basketball games? Is that really like. I know. Oh, like, I do. Oh, basketball game. Like, shut up. <laughs> um, no, it's not Alan Cummings, but there's a guy. Who comes back with like surgery. Yeah. Okay. Let me see. Maybe it is Alan Cummings. Wait, no, I think it is. But it's like makeup. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, it is Alan Cummings. Okay, but it's it's all makeup and prosthetics on in the movie. Yes. But that's low-key what this guy looks like now. Yeah, I know what you mean. Okay. What, what were you just? Oh, basketball games. I do low-key want to sit um, courtside at one game. No, <laughs> you want to do that because it's one time, like, yeah. you know, to experience it. But, like, yeah. celebrities who are always, always at there. basketball games, it's like, oh, my God. You're not, you don't Tell care. me you don't want to be at home alone without no, telling me. You don't care. You don't care. And it's not that much fun. Yeah. And it's honestly the opposite. Celebrities don't like being around masses of normal people. I know, yeah. So it's like, why do you put yourself why through do this? Why that? Yeah. yeah. Because they like that experience of like going through the back entrance yeah. and then exiting through the back entrance and like exactly being in full view of people, but like no one being actually able to come up to you and talk to you. Yeah. Um, and like you're just getting your picture taken the entire time. And they put you up on the big screen and then and then they act annoyed. Yeah. Then they act annoyed. Yeah, annoyed. Not saying that they have, you know, people have the right to shove a camera in their right. face, but that's wild to me. Because, like, you know, you don't have to be at this fucking basketball or game, right? If You're you, Adele. You can go home. Right. And if you really, like, do just, like, love live sports. Right. You know, they have boxes and suites where literally. That are actually nicer than the floor. They're so much nicer that no one would be able to take a picture of you or show you on the big screen. Right. But you don't. You're you sitting like it. Right. You fucking like it. Yeah. That's so annoying when they act like they don't. Yeah. Okay. Should we move on to Keeks? 
Kiki Palmer is really like her career yeah, resurgence oh is so amazing. I just like love it. She are has, we are we buckling up to do an extra long episode because I'm so down? Right, I know because um, we have. So, okay, let's just. Oh my god, we do. Let's just briefly talk about it. Yeah, we gotta talk about it. So, Kiki Palmer's baby daddy. Talk about having to describe to people who he is. Because I didn't even know his name until this whole situation happened. Yeah. But his name is what? Darius Jackson? Sure. Huh. I think Darius is the name. No, his name is for sure Darius. Okay. <laughs> um, but on Twitter, he calls himself Darius Dalton. But I think his last name is actually Jackson. Okay. Who actually cares, though? <laughs> so he is Kiki Palmer's baby daddy. Yep. They met because he's actually the brother of the actor Dro from Insecure. Yeah. I'm not explaining that. Yeah, right. They met at an insecure party Mm -hmm. hosted by P. Diddy and Issa Rae on a yacht. He came as his brother's plus one, which was so wild. Yeah. And they hit it off. They started dating. They had a child together. They've been together ever since. Like, I think since, like, 2021. So it's, you know, been a couple of years. She was at an Usher concert a week or so ago. And he in Vegas in Vegas and he retweeted a video of her there. She's wearing a sheer dress looking absolutely gorgeous. Her and Usher are just like serenading each other, having fun, Mm -hmm. like having a laugh, having a good time. He retweets the video and says, it's that dress, though. You're a mom. Um, Immediately, the Internet catches fire. (laughs) Immediately. No. Yeah. And people are like, what the hell is this? Why are you slut shaming your girlfriend? Why would you embarrass her publicly? Some people were like trying to give him the benefit of the doubt that maybe he wasn't being serious. Yeah, I initially laughed it off. Yeah, but then he doubled down and tweets, we live in a generation where a man of the family doesn't want the wife and mother to his kids to showcase her booty cheeks to please others. He gets told how much of a hater he is. This is my family and my reputation. And my representation, I have standards and morals to what I believe. Okay. Moving on. Um, It it had 2.3 million views. That was just me, I think, screenshotting it from another website. So it probably has more since then. But, um, yeah. Only a thousand likes. That's hilarious. That is really funny. Just for clarification, they're not married. Right. She is not his wife. Kiki has responded, though. Yeah. And she's she did a TikTok where she's basically dances to us. One of her many millions of Internet sounds that yeah. people use all the time. She had talked a while back in an interview that she won't really put up with anyone. OK, I'm happy you're explaining because I was like, that's definitely her voice. That's one of her like old songs. OK, so you didn't even really fully get the TikTok that I showed you. I got it. OK, I, that's fine. I can explain it to you. Okay. There's an interview not that long ago. It's definitely this year yeah. where she talks about basically not putting up with anyone's bullshit. Yeah. And if a guy wants to act up or she might have even said person because Kiki might be bi. Oh. I don't want to oh. make that up, but I feel like either way. She's talking about if the person she w- wants to act up. She doesn't care because she's going to go link up with somebody else I'll with the quickness. Energy. Yeah. And she, like, you know, a day after all this, like, hoopla surrounding Darius's tweets, she did a TikTok dancing to that song. It's already gotten, yeah. like, 1.5 million likes. Yeah. So that's why. And she, you know, it's. The sound that she uses, you know, we'll play. 
Play yeah. the sound. Okay. Play the sound so people get the context. Yeah. If you haven't seen that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's why she uses that sound because mm-hmm. she's talked about how like she'll move she'll move on really quickly. While I do believe that there is that feeling in her to some degree, I also am human and know that she just had a child with this man, so it's not that simple as I'm about to go link up. Yeah. But I love the energy that I she's do putting love out. It, yeah. Um, it's real she's city girls energy. Very city girls up by a thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also selling "I'm a Mother" merch on her website. Too. Love that too. And it's kind of sparked this discourse about not only about. <laughs> how your boyfriend should be treating you on the internet, but also about like why we make women kind of like why we police the way women dress after they've had children. We also police the way women dress when they don't have kids. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. Like people just will not get off our jocks. Yeah. So that's been interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's crazy that he tweeted that. That gives such little dick energy. It, oh, my God, it does. It's so embarrassing that he did that when he's a no-name loser. You're so lucky she ever even looked, looked at, at you. you. And because of the way the internet works, people have found an Instagram post that he did last month, shirtless <laughs> on a bed, and the caption was dad bod. Wow. Oh my god. And so god. people are like, wait, so you can post a picture oh of me with no shirt on god. on a bed? But Kiki can't wear a oh dress. And like not that this makes any difference. Like the dress is actually so modest. It's I know. insane. It's insane. It's insane. It's so crazy. I would have never thought that I mean, that was a right. Anything of it. No. That's what's like it's sheer, but like it's not it's, I mean it's not twenty twenty three, that's it's, dress is not it's floor length. Yeah. I wanna play that clip. It's floor length. Yeah. It's not anything anyone would bat an eye out. Uh, especially in Vegas at a concert too. Right. She wasn't like at church. Yeah. You know. That's why it was And also, oh yeah, she's also a grown woman. Right. Also it was, probably pays his bills. Um, probably pays his bills. Aaliyah, be fucking for I real. Know, I know. He doesn't have a, a job. job. And that's why it was also like giving like a weird, and like this is not to make it better. It's also to make it more like he seems like fucked up in the mm-hmm. head. Like it was giving like they got into a fight before, she, before this happened. Then she yeah. went to Vegas and he saw that and he was just like, oh, yeah. like she's going to do that. Right. Like, right. Because it was so weird and, like, random. It's yeah. like, why would you ever tweet that? Right. Like, you're, oh, my God, you're a mom. Yeah, so since then, he, showing real petty, immature boy behavior, has gone and deleted the mother of his child right. from his Instagram, and they have since unfollowed each other on Instagram. Yeah. Which, take with a grain of salt, lots of we people, People following people on Instagram does not mean that they're broken up. Right. You know, like it could, this could definitely just be a fight. Um, but that has happened since yeah. then. Yeah. I personally hope she leaves him. Me too. Because it's just giving red flag. Yeah. It's that's just giving so red flag. crazy. And like, you know, it's bad when people were like, so there's this kind of like famous clip on the internet. Have you seen that? Where like, Kiki is on the Steve Harvey show. Uh-huh. Keep going. 
I think have I you so. seen that? I, I I can't remember. Okay, it's from like a while ago, uh-huh. probably back when she had her like GMA show days. Yeah, and it's sounding familiar, so I want you to. And uh, you know, Steve Harvey, he's a broken clock, but he sometimes right twice a day. <laughs> he is, and he's telling her stop trying to give these boys the lifestyle they haven't earned. Uh, and she's like, well, you always want to set me up with billionaires, and like it's not always about yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah, and they're crazy, which is true. Yeah, but like I think what he was trying to mm-hmm. tell her is that like if you like settle down with like a song unfortunately Steve Harvey knows how men work yeah and like I think what he's trying to say is that like when a man hasn't gotten his own yeah they're never going to be secure enough yeah. to be with you and look that at Nicki Minaj. sucks but that's also like true there's so many examples most of the time it's not the there are exceptions yeah there certainly are but I would say in terms of the rule, there's a lot of that. That's why, like, no, if, like, that's why Beyonce can't leave Jay-Z. Yeah, because, because who is she going to be gonna date? Yeah. It's why Taylor has, a, like, I think one of the real issues with her and Joe's relationship. Mm-hmm. Look at Nicki Minaj and that loser she was dating when she first got famous. Yeah. Like, there's just, I mean, Selena Gomez can't date anyone. Right. Like, she cannot find someone to date. Yeah. Because there's no one on her level other than the abusive asshole she used to date. Yeah. Like, no, I think that's a real thing. There there are exceptions. Oprah and Stedman. Yeah. You know, Viola Davis and that nice young uh, man that she's been with. But they got together, like, 30 years ago. But, like, it's kind of... I actually love the story of how they got together. Yeah, no, it's sweet. But it is sad when, like... You, when we as women are trying to like evolve yeah. and like push past these like stereotypes and these gender norms, and then sometimes you realize, like, damn, because you can't push past them alone. Alone, if the man isn't evolving and pushing past them with, with you, then you're just gonna end up with egg on your face. Yeah, it's like, yes, like, because, yeah, so many men in Hollywood marry and date unknowns mm-hmm. look at matt damon right look at uh, so Matthew many McConaughey. yes thank uh, you the list goes on yeah. and on yeah. and on yeah um and that works because you know why it works right <laughs> and so when women try to say well okay i'm the breadwinner i'm the star i'm gonna go i want a nice guy i mm. want a man who's just for me he's not in the game yeah. that's literally what she said on steve harvey she's like i don't want someone who's in the industry like, mm-hmm. like i just want someone for me same girl same but you know if he doesn't have something that he's accomplished on his own and that doesn't necessarily have to be monetary success but if he doesn't have a sense of who he is and can stand on that he's gonna try and control you yeah that's where he's gonna seek his power from Mm -hmm. is trying to control you yeah so it's like yeah i that was just so foul i can't believe he tweeted that that's really wild yeah it's really really wild speaking of (laughs) men trying to control women yep what the heck jonah hill is getting put on Full blast. Full blast. His feet are being held to the fire. Yeah. Okay. So yesterday, Jonah Hill's ex-girlfriend, Sarah Brady, they dated for like, I think a year. year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Probably like what, 2021, kind of like back in the pandemic era. Yeah, it was was definitely pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually remember I saw a picture of them on a red carpet 
when they were wearing matching mm-hmm. suits, these powdered blue matching suits. Yeah. And I remember thinking that that was like the sweetest thing I'd ever seen. Yeah. I thought it was so It was really cute. Cute. They were really they weren't like super public, but they were pretty public cuz like he was living in Malibu. Malibu mm-hmm. with her. Yeah. And they were going surfing all the time. Yeah. And, and I thought it was like actually a really healthy relationship. It seemed like Because it. he was like seemed to be getting in shape with her. Yeah. And like through this like shared activity of surfing. I yeah. thought it was like seemed really Which sweet. was her activity. Yeah. She's a professional. She's or a pro- not. I don't know. If she's, she's professional. But like she's a surfer. She's a surfer. And yeah. It just looked really cute. Like wow. He's yeah. picking up her like hobby and like. Yeah, they were just on the beach surfing all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So it didn't seem like anything was amiss. Mm-hmm. But yesterday she released on her IG story a series of text messages from Jonah Hill when they were together revealing allegedly a lot of emotional and I think psychological abuse on on his part to her. Yeah. And do you have like some of the text messages yeah. up? It's wild. Like, okay, she- I'm gonna read some of them. Yeah. So most of the content of the text messages seem to come from like a one period of time. At least that's what it seems like. Yeah. Um, but because they're specifically about what she, how she behaves, what she's posting on Instagram, and also how she interacts with other men, specifically while while the, surfing while surfing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the one of the tweets she has uh, he has been sending her like screenshots of her Instagram and being like pointing out the ones he seems to deem inappropriate, inappropriate, slutty, disrespectful to him. Yeah, because she's in a bathing suit on the beach on the beach (sighs) while she's surfing. Like, I'm so bored. It's so lame. Like, and it'll be like photos of her literally catching a wave where the only natural way to be look like. Like, you can see her butt because that's just, it's just, like, it's, like, literally, like. You can also see her feet. Yeah. Her hands. Like, her ears. This just, It's just my body. I'm just, like, walking. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And he's, like, your ass is out. Like, you're just showing your ass to the world. Yeah. Like, so, anyway, he's screenshotted the ones he's deemed inappropriate and he wants that he wants her to delete. Yeah. So, she responds, okay, like, real, I'm sorry, like. She's, abused she's, yeah, she's victim. A, she's in it deep. Yeah. yeah. The way she's texting him is like, yeah. okay, like I've deleted these ones, but I'd really like to keep up this one video because it's my most successful surfing video. Like asking him permission. Yeah. And he's like, no, no. Like that one I don't, like that one is still bad. And he responds, good start. You don't seem to get it, but it's not my place to teach you. I've made my boundaries clear. You refuse to let go of some of them, and you've made it clear, and I hope it makes you happy. Then he continues to send more screenshots of her Instagram and the photos that he seems inappropriate. Literally, the ones are like, she's wearing a one piece. Oh, my God. It's crazy. Um, He's like, can so, you read the one with like the big list of yeah. what she can and cannot do? Yeah. He says, plain and simple. If you need surfing with men, boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men, to model, to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, to post sexual pictures, friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful. 
then I am not the right partner for you. If these things bring you to a place of happiness, I support it, and there will be no hard feelings. These are my boundaries for a romantic partnership. My boundaries with you based on the way, ways these actions have hurt our trust. She can't surf with men. Mm-hmm. Um, she can't model. She can't post pictures of herself in a bathing suit. Yeah. And there were other tweets where there were therapists because they were in. You keep saying tweets. They're texts. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, my it's God. driving me crazy. It's not the first time today. <sighs> other t- texts, tweets, threads. Like, oh, my God. It's too much to keep up with. Yeah. Um, there are other texts where uh, they're talking about how their therapist, their yeah. couples therapist, which I'm sorry. Me and my girl, we don't, we go, don't to go to therapy. therapy. Yeah. You should not be in therapy if you've been in a relationship for under a year. I'm sorry. No. Cancel me. That's fucking insane. And you're not engaged. If if I'm dating someone and we've been together for less than a year, what do we need therapy for? (laughs) Exactly. Get out of here. Get out of here. Absolutely not. We'll just break up. Yeah. We'll just break up. Yeah. So that's how you play that one. Yeah. Her, their therapist told her that if a man comes up to her while she's surfing to like, I don't know what uh, happens in surf, surf culture. Catch yeah, a, I don't know what happens. I think you catch like a w- maybe say hi. Yeah, say hi. Catch a wave. Catch together. a good wave. Yeah, <laughs> hang loose. That she is to say. <laughs> Not hang loose. That she is to say to them, I have to go talk to my boyfriend now. And paddle away. And but pad- I like how they yeah. have the instruction of, and then you got to paddle away. <laughs> <laughs> paddle away. But actually, you feel paddle in reverse because if you paddle away and he can he see your, your ass, ass we're going to have big problems. That's not appropriate. Yeah. yeah. So that's... That is like the evolution and of abusive men to kind of co-opt therapeutic language, not even co-opt therapeutic language, but co-opt therapy Mm -hmm. to abuse their partners. It's kind of fascinating to watch. It is. I'm not going to lie. It is. Because Jonah Hill clearly said to her, we're going to go see this therapist. This therapist is someone he knew that he had personally Mm handpicked to help aid in his psychological Mm -hmm. abuse of his girlfriend. Yeah. And she also said that the therapist told her to get a safe word for when Jonah was yelling at her too much. And she said it like, yeah. And she's like, basically like saying like, I have to laugh now that like, I agree to that. Yeah. And she's like, I picked pineapple. Oh my God. Yeah. Which is like kind of like a notorious safe word. Um, Yeah. Her therapist told her to get a safe word for when he was yelling at her too much. Oh, my God. That therapist should lose their license. They should. That's insane. Oh, my God. And, and like, a lot of conversation has been sparked around Jonah's use of the word boundaries, mm-hmm. which I think is, like, so interesting because there have been a lot of really thick takes online about people being like, yeah. what? He's just stating his boundaries. What's wrong? Okay, now you're mad when guys state their boundaries. Boundaries are something that you set for yourself. yourself. Yeah. So if... If you are someone who's so insecure that you don't want to date someone who has a life, (laughs) then you need to break up with them and tell them that you have to go get therapy (laughs) because you will drag them down to the depths of hell with your low self-esteem bullshit. That's how you play that one. You don't then start abusing them. And I I, I get that 
not to make excuses, but to seriously look at this in a nuanced way, yeah. it comes because Jonah Hill is deeply, deeply insecure. Deeply. He was ridiculed about his weight from the time he was a child Let's in front talk of the about entire it. world. Yeah. I can't imagine that. That would, I would fuck yes. me up five ways to Sunday too. Yeah. But Jonah, what you don't do is try and drag someone down to the same misery as you to make yourself feel better yeah. about your life. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people are like, oh, he should just go get a girl who fits like his mindset of what he wants his girlfriend to do. That wouldn't no. be as much fun, though. Yeah. Because then he wouldn't have you know, the high of getting someone to do something what he wants to do. Mm -hmm. He wants to prove to himself that he can get this girl to change her whole life, give up her whole life yeah. for him. Mm -hmm. That will mean he's worth it for yeah. her. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's the whole point of it. Yeah. And, you like, know? and exactly. Because, like, that's – and I think what's – a lot of the, like, reaction on the Internet is, like – Oh, Jonah Hill seems like this really nice, lovable guy. Like we've known, we've watched him grow up for like, yeah, like fifteen years. Yeah, like this is not the kind of person that we thought would be this kind of asshole. Yeah, but like really, it's ninety percent of the men in Hollywood because he's been famous for his entire life, and like you said, yeah. he has been ridiculed for his weight, which is really unfair and really traumatizing and he has talked about he has talked about that and yeah. how like yeah he is insecure with his body and he has weight issues or yeah he has yeah. grappled with his weight and what other people have deemed to be hot or not yeah right. but the power dynamics in this relationship are so fucked first of all let's start off with the way that they met was that he slid in her dms after seeing one of her photos on instagram and said when, her uh smiley face with like two heart eyes yeah yeah um so the hypocrisy because uh, he liked one of the videos he wanted her to take down. yeah now. yeah 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 that that literally like lays out for you right the the thought process of an abusive man mm -hmm. i want to get this girl because i like her and then i want to Everything I like about all her yes, shine and yeah. everything that made her, her makes her mm -hmm. her. I want to destroy that. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, the, that's the only way that I can think that someone really loves me, mm -hmm. which is bonkers. Yeah. Well, and because like the power dynamics, like, I think she's a, a little bit younger than him. I think she was like 25 when they dated and yeah. he's probably what? His like mid thirties. Yeah. Um, but the dynamics of, him being much more famous and powerful than her. You're she right. was a she has she's nobody. She's yeah. not famous. No. But the his insecurities about his looks, she's mm -hmm. conventionally attractive, she's conventionally thin. Yeah. And so he needs to pounce on that and make her actually insecure about it to balance out this relationship. And she listens to it because of the of the power dynamic in terms of i mean she probably was like wow i'm dating this movie yeah star. like a hundred percent like yeah she and he really likes him i'm sure he like i'm sure the first like few months of the relationships were incredible yeah i'm sure he took her and to paris yeah and then she was living the dolce vita lifestyle yeah exactly ice cream paparazzi. yeah yeah and then came the conditions mm -hmm. of what it's actually gonna take yeah and she even says to him in one of their texts that she screenshots yeah. where he's like, you know, just ragging on her to take yeah. all her pictures down. And she's like, I wish you would have like told me that you didn't like this stuff about 
me when we first started dating. Yeah. She says, because he, he criticizes her for being a model. Yeah. And, I, and, and she's I'm, like, that's literally what I do for a living. Yeah. And sh- he says, nor may I ever want that from my partner. And I reserve that right. And I'm open about, about it. Oh, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Basically, he shits on uh, being a model. He's like, why would you ever want that? That's he says that's the last kind of profession person in that profession I would date. Yeah. Um, it's so shallow and meaningless. Like, yeah, I'm sure you'll be really happy doing that. Like, go mm. have fun. And it's like, you're an actor, dude. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? Like, some Nobel oh Prize. God. Like, I know. Like, Seriously. Like, like such a hypocrite. These fucking actors thinking they're, like, artists or something. Yeah, or something. it's so crazy. But then there's also, like, the one where... And the other thing is that, like, they broke up not too long ago, and he has since just had a baby with another girl, which I was pretty surprised about, that he had moved on so quickly and gotten another girl pregnant. Yeah, but what about the one where she's like, I'm always so nervous that you're just, like, testing me that you're going to break up with me because, like, I'm a loser and I'm neurotic and I'm not good enough for you and he only responds with those are your words not mine yeah it's like god he's such a dick yeah she talks about yeah she's like i'm i'm always on edge and i don't if i don't do the right thing you're gonna break up with me and i and i'm and because i'm not good enough for you yes and he, yeah he responds with those are your words not mine oh my god he's um, so crazy yeah Beanie, get your brother Please. This is the crazy. field scenes are not having a good 2023. I know. It started off so well for them. They were on top of the world. But and like, it's crazy that you told me that Jonah actually legally changed his name from Fieldstein to He hell. put a petition in November 2022. I don't know if it actually got granted. Oh, my God. You don't want your family's so last name local? Like, what? But I do think that, like, like this... He's a perpetual purported nice guy. Yeah. And it's all, like, it's kind of like the jo- the John Mulaney thing, like mm-hmm. like to kind of get this like not that like John Mulaney was like a abusive that we know of, but like just like, oh, wow, he did like kind of a shitty thing that like we didn't think he would do. He would do. Yeah. It's not the same thing. Jonah Hill is seemingly abusive. Allegedly. No, this is emotional abuse. Yeah. 100%. It is. Emotional abuse. Um, and I just think like that's what gets the internet really riled up. Yeah, is more that like this nice guy we thought is a right. nice, was a nice guy is actually an an asshole. That's so like, true. Like if it was like I think if it was like because like remember like the Adam Levine storyline how quickly that right dissipated? because it, we were all like yeah, yeah it's Adam Adam Levine, Levine definitely slides into he's, like girls with like neck tattoos DMs yeah, all the time totally like standard can we all leave him alone so he can get back to doing it yeah <laughs> like exactly like yeah I totally forgot about that yeah like it was funny and it was funny and scandalous but no one was shocked, shocked. that Adam Levine cheats on his wife yeah, yeah his pregnant yeah. wife too yeah like no but yeah it's like if someone yeah I think it's exactly yeah it's totally because like no one which why we but honestly when i read those messages i wasn't surprised i was like yeah i wasn't surprised too but my immediate thought was people think he's a nice guy for sure no i think you're so right that that's really what is like kind of shocking everyone yeah it kind of goes against 
everything that like he purports to be as a yeah. like, really great guy. Yeah. And you're a secret asshole. Yeah. A secret asshole, but an uh, asshole nonetheless. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Speaking of secret assholes, mm. we're not so secret assholes. Abel. Ah, she's got her mojo. <laughs> she needs to come to the granite table. Abel? Yeah. The weekend, you mean? The weekend. Yeah, you said she. Sorry. I did. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, was like, I got really confused. <laughs> sorry. Pronouns. I think I said water. I'm getting a little lightheaded. Um, yeah. Let's talk about the idol. Okay. Let's do it. Um, or did you want to wait till next week? No, let's do it now. Yeah, let's talk about the idol. Um, the idols. It the finished su- last week. Thank God. Thank God. The supposed uh, biggest show of the summer. What a laugh. Yeah. What was wrong? Where do we even start? I know. What's wrong with that show? What is wrong with that show? Exactly. So crazy. Okay. So I hated that show. And I we watched it. all five episodes. Yeah. I watched it. I truly, truly I watched, hate, watched it. it. Yeah. You know, the fourth. I don't want to jump ahead. But my whole thing. We're going to give spoilers. It might, it, oh, yeah. You, either you were. I mean. Either you would have watched it by now or it's honestly not that good and you shouldn't watch it. So it doesn't yeah. matter. Or you can stop listening now because we're going to yeah. spoil the whole thing. Yeah. So I can honestly just give you like a succinct rundown of like the purpose of the idol. Okay. Please. First go. episode. This is what we're going to do, Sam. We're going to shit on the entire music uh, industry. We're going to shit on the music industry. We're going to shit on the idea that women on sets need to be protected with intimacy coordinators. Yeah. That's a fucking joke. Yeah. Get intimacy coordinators out of here. Yeah. In fact, we're going to kidnap the intimacy coordinator and lock him in a bathroom because jo- see, Jocelyn, it's her body. Mm-hmm. She wants to show her body get that intimacy coordinator what a joke Mm -hmm. because you know it's not like intimacy coordinators weren't just recently created because women and men in hollywood are like we we get abused on set no name people get abused on set famous people get abused on set if it's not even abuse like it's even just the smallest thing sometimes people's boundaries are crossed Mm -hmm. you know something that was supposed to be a sheer shirt in a photo now they want me to take the sheer shirt off you know and now there's someone whose job it is to literally advocate for the sexual safety sexual and psychological safety of someone on set that job's a joke yeah Fuck off. That's all in the just the first episode. That's all in the first, first episode. Like 30 minutes. But we're not going to have a man's character do that. We're mm. going to have Jocelyn do it. Yeah. Women don't want intimacy coordinators on there. They want to show their tits. Yeah. Let them do it. PC culture has gone too far. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's the first thing. Yeah. The second thing is. And all while this is happening, we're going to see her tits. The entire time. The entire time. It's such a crazy thing. And so what's another thing? Um, Jocelyn started off the show. She was having an album coming out and a tour. She ended the show having an album coming out and a tour. But now she's dating a rapist. Yeah. Yeah. That's the idol. Yeah. I saved you five hours. Yeah. I mean, it's just all over the place. It doesn't make any sense logistically. None. Like, that ending, when he comes back, what? Like, okay, first of all, to go back, the show was originally being run. First of all, a- Abel, The Weeknd, and Sam Levinson, who created the uh, Euphoria, were always involved from the beginning. But there was a woman who was involved who was directing and writing every episode and was the showrunner. Mm-hmm. 
Abel was getting upset with her quote unquote feminist take on the show. So they fired her. Yeah, her name was Amy Smites. Yeah. Yeah, she was the original director. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She had bas- they had basically finished the entire show, the mm-hmm. six episodes. Yep. They had to reshoot everything. Yeah. With Sam Levinson as the as the director and, and writer of the show. Right. They ran out of money so much. They didn't, okay. They claim it wasn't because of the money, but they filmed the enti- basically the entire show at the weekend's house. Yeah, that's his real mansion. Yeah, I would say ninety percent of the show is in that house. Yeah, it just all happens in the living room. Yeah, it's, it's disgusting. So creepy. It's I know a show about the music industry in L.A. Yeah, and we're just in Abel's living room <laughs> for five hours. Yeah, great. Yeah. There are, like, logistical things about the music industry that just don't make any sense. That, like, I won't, like, nitpick and, like, get too... But, like, yeah. okay. Yeah. The whole time they're talking about this arena tour mm-hmm. that she's got. And I'm using the word arena because it's a specific cut. Oh, my God. I just to talk about how they... Show. At the end, she's in a stadium! Well, that's actually a real weekend show. I know. Everything I know. is so bootleg. It's they so bootleg. They at Abel's house, and then the last big finale scene is still not an actual weekend concert those concert goers should get paid for extra work right that's free labor don't exploit me yeah and another what's the other crazy thing oh the other crazy point that the idol wants to drive home is that people do actually lie about rape allegations yeah you don't know the whole story people plant rape allegations Yes. yes that was some that was crazy there's a plot where a seemingly normal, just this guy just gets a rape allegation to- thrown on him. Well, it's not just so. Well, Abel's yeah, character. Abel's character sets up one of Jocelyn's ex-boyfriend yeah. with this, like, spreads this huge. He gets one of his minions to yeah. say that he raped her. Yeah. And he didn't. And they're definitely. a And, and you know, to give more context. This character is a Marvel actor and, he, yeah. you know, they allude to like something similar to like yeah. a Marvel universe and he's got a big film coming out. Yeah. And because Abel's character gets one of his minions to say that he raped her, he gets cut out of the film. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely the subtext that look how quickly that happened. Yeah. Look, all I had to do was to get this one girl to say that he raped her and yeah. he's cut out of his movie. Yeah. Look how that works. How do you think yeah. about that me too? It happens to good guys. Yeah, it happens like, to good guys. Women do lie. Yeah, women lie. Yeah. Wow. And that's like, what you wanted to say with your platform. Yeah. And we Great. haven't even gotten to like the unnecessary and and, and like disturbing sexual sex scenes that oh. happen with with the weekend and Jocelyn. Uh, Lily, played by Lily Rose Depp. Like God, yeah. yes, Johnny Depp's daughter. Yeah. Like, first of all, you, I have seen every crevice of her body. I know. They hadn't even seen the weekend's belly button. Nope. He doesn't like take off his shirt until like the fourth episode, and for two seconds. Yeah. And, and we see and his like back. You know what? Thank God. Yeah. And um, like, put your shirt back. On. <laughs> yeah. Body shape. <laughs> yeah. Um, like just really violent and vulgar sex it's scenes. It's disgusting. That are, I mean, I knew I was done when she, in the first episode, starts choking herself and masturbating <laughs> just in her living room. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, girls do that. Yeah. That's what the girls be doing. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. 
And like, great. That aside, like that was, I mean, some of those scenes are really, really what hard to watch. What about when he put a pillowcase over her head yeah. and took a knife and cut a hole out in the, in her mouth? Or when he starts hitting her with a hairbrush. Oh, yeah. But the hairbrush was new. Yeah. She's, re- she's really she's the manipulator. What? The hairbrush was new. I know. That, that one doesn't even make any freaking sense. Also, like things that like just don't make sense dramaturgically. Mm. We never understood what kind of because like this idea of like writing a show about the these dark parts of the music industry is interesting. I mean, it's not the first one to try to do it, but it's a really hard thing to do. Yeah. Oftentimes it's not successful. Yeah. Um. But we never understood what kind of pop star she was. She was they like they referenced Britney Spears like ten times in the first episode. Yeah. But then like they like then there are like real elements to like Miley Cyrus to I think Bella Hadid, and, but Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. Um, there are just like like the story doesn't make sense. No. Like we have no idea really who Jocelyn is. I feel like we know Abel's character more. Yeah. More background on him. We know he went to jail. We know mm-hmm. he like struggled to come Why out. We he's... know he's this like weird kind of Pied Piper of all these yes. like LA town mm-hmm. homeless kids. Like J- Jocelyn, like they, they didn't talk about like her biggest hits. Like, Oh my God, she right. sold 10 million uh, albums. She did like, they didn't talk about any of that. They just said, she's a big star. She's a big star. That's yeah. it. She's got songs coming out, but no one's buying tickets. Okay. So, hold on. Let me just go back to the tour yeah. thing. So she's got a tour in six weeks, a, an arena tour that no one's buying tickets to. It's failing. So their solution is to put these no name artists that the weekend's character has uh, found. found as her opening act yep. to sell tickets. Yep. And then suddenly in in three weeks, all the tickets are sold out and she's actually in a stadium. So we actually we got upgraded from arenas to stadiums. Don't make no sense. And then because Abel's character it like they allude in like the first or second episode to Abel having this. The reason why he went to jail was because he like tied up his ex-girlfriend and like beat her for several days. Right. And like did the, all this like horrible shit to her. So when her team finally, because kind of like a central theme of the show mm-hmm. is that there's a power play for Abel's character and Jocelyn's management to kind of, Who's going to control Jocelyn? Right, yeah. And her team finally gets a way to get him annexed from her house, yeah. get get out of her life, and they trade uh, stories with this journalist. Instead of writing a story on Jocelyn, they give her all this, this shit dirt, about uh, Abel, which, why would she care about this random guy? This random guy. Plot hole. Yeah. But she takes it and yeah. says, okay, I'm going to do this huge expose. So... All of his dirt is put out there. The fact yeah. that he had, is a pimp, yeah. that he beat this woman savagely, and that's why he went to jail. Yeah. Things that would make him persona non grata in this day and age, trust because yeah. he's a nobody. Yeah. So it would just be like reading about this like random shady character. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a crazy guy. So glad that our beloved Jocelyn got away from him. Yeah. Then... And her team literally states, we destroyed his life. Yeah. He can never show his face in this town again. Right. Jocelyn brings him back on stage. That would be a, a career killer. Yeah. To be like. If, if like Miley Cyrus had done that, we'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. 
So what was the point of having this whole scene where Hank Azira's character goes to this writer and says, I'll trade you the story. And she agrees. And they all toast to his downfall and that he can never show his face to only bring him back out on stage and have her kiss him and say, this is the love of my life. This is the love of my life. He's the inspiration for all these songs. What? What? It didn't make any sense. That makes no sense. And like, like the show, thankfully, doesn't seem to have done that well. Right. I would be very surprised if they got a second season. Yeah. The ratings aren't great. The reviews have not been good. And culturally, it hasn't even been. I think people were really interested in the first episode. And even then, like, no, I did not see people talking about it like that. I think people just, like, hate watch it. Yeah. Like, they were all, like, it's only five episodes. I remember after the fourth episode, we were like, okay, we didn't know it was five episodes. Mm-hmm. We're like, okay, we're going to give it one more episode. Because I was expecting ten. Yeah. We're like, it doesn't even give you long enough to actually. It ends really abruptly. It ends so abruptly. The whole show is clanky. So it doesn't make any sense. It's there choppy. There are scenes that go on for like a half an hour. Yes. Literally. Yeah. And you're like, can we move it along? But then also it does like the thing that I hate the most in television is that they will have characters have really important conversations. Yeah. And then the next time you see the characters together, it's like that conversation never happened. Yeah. Yes. W- wh- why? I what never, is the point of that? I thought like Troy Savon's character was all over the place. He was. And they could not figure out what they were trying to do with him. Right. What he's being used for. Rachel Sinnott and... Um, she was a gem. Divine Joy Randolph is another were, gem. Those were the two probably... St- big standouts of the show yes and it like there are like little glimmers of maybe like the original show but that woman the amy woman and it really does make you like wonder what that what the original show would have looked like and if we would be singing like a completely different tune yeah but i really wonder what this is gonna do for the weekend's career because he's been such an enigma for so long, yeah. like very purposefully. Yeah. And now he's out here making this like really um, polarizing show. Yeah. He's tweeting really thirsty things like he's retweeting like random fan accounts that are just like the 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 idol is like the biggest show in this summer. Even though there's no evidence to that, to that at, at all. all. And it's just like it's so thirsty. It's yeah. just like really shows you how insecure uh people are especially celebrities but especially like, what do you think it does for his career because it's yeah he's not getting any favorable reviews i don't know that it'll really alter his career that much because he's a famous singer and yeah. this is like just like a random yeah show like if mariah carey can survive glitter like i True. think abel will be able to survive the idol i honestly don't think it'll affect his career I th- but i think it's more so that like the the revenge porn rape fantasy of it all yeah and it really coming like Mariah Carey was just an actor in Glitter. Like I was joking about that. No, I know, I know, I know. But like, it's like, it's from like the tagline the, is like the mind of him, the mind of the weekend. Yeah, like, it's he's really taking the the credit for the show, which right. means they're gonna take the good and the bad. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it'll alter. Okay. His I yeah. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. 
I've never liked The Weeknd. I haven't either. I think he's so And gross I just feel like weird. his music hasn't been that far from the aura of the idol. So I just feel like. Yeah. You I know, mean, now. It's not a, like the character that he was playing didn't surprise me. Like I knew exactly yeah, yeah. like what he was going to be He essentially like. sings about all that stuff. Too. Exactly. Yeah. So it's kind of like I don't really think. Yeah. I know you really want the show to cancel him. But I do. I think he's going to be. Cancel. Yeah. Um, I say cancel in air quotes. I know what you mean. Like yeah, yeah, you yeah. just want everyone to hate him. I we hate. I hate him. I that's hate him. you know enough for you. Um, you know the actress who plays Jane Adams, or no, her name is Jane Adams. Sorry, the actress who plays uh the producer with the gray hair. Yeah, I think she, she works for the record label. But yeah, okay, excuse me. Yeah, sorry. she works for the record label. She is tell- She says to feminists, "Go fuck yourself." Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, what? She's telling feminists to go fuck themselves. Oh, okay. I just like love that. Like, like there's like a feminist party. Like, feminists, go fuck yourselves. Like, what does that even I know. mean? You, you sound, sound like a loser. So um, but for saying that they're not listening to Lily Rose Depp and others who stress that the staff seat. You mean literally what the show was trying to <laughs> gaslight us into thinking? Yeah. Yeah. No, we're not. That the set was safe and not exploitative. I don't. I actually hadn't even thought about the safety of the set. Yeah. I hope that. As with all sets, it was safe. I'm talking about the context of the art that yeah. you use. And I really hate when people create art to be consumed and thus criticized and people get mad yeah. when people don't like it. And then it's like, oh, and, and now the rhetoric is, oh, woke police, like feminists. Mm, go. Fu-. It's like, no, no one likes your stupid show. Yeah. Like, Look, go you, be mad. You don't get to just, yeah. You've made you don't art get to just go for consumption seriously. And you do, you're not void of any. What criticism. is that? Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. They get mad at you. Yeah, because because most of these people live in a vacuum of praise. Yeah, and the weekend has pretty much lived in uh, glory of praise for his entire career. Fucking echo chamber. And yeah, it's an echo chamber, and. So has Sam Levinson, even though I don't know what the heck he's done before before yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and it's like one little whisper of criticism and it's oh you fuckers don't even know what you're fucking talking about and yeah. you don't understand anything and da da da. You're not void of criticism. Yeah. You've chosen to make art in the public uh sphere. So this is what you get. Sometimes you get praise, sometimes you get criticism. Yeah. It's crazy. And, like, all these people, like, I know, like, you don't have to say anything. Like, I know it's your job and you probably want a season two. Yeah. But you don't have to be writing for this show like yeah. this. You, didn't you weren't even in every episode. You were you? Like, maybe she was. But it was, like, like five minutes. Like, like, yeah. Like, you can just move ultimately, on we know how these people work. And it's like, it's a job. You needed a job. You needed a job. You pay bills to pay. Yeah. Like, okay. All righty. Well, extra long episode. Too long. Thanks for listening to that episode of Going to Be Overthinking This. But I'm your host, Aaliyah. I'm your other host, Sarah. Rate, review, subscribe. Bye. Bye. Bye.